Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. It's my favorite time of the week, Dana. Mine too, David. It's time to record another podcast episode. I love it. I love it. Let's. Me too. Are you ready to kick some ADHD? I am, but we're going to kick it in a very contemplative oh, way that's today. Right. Breathe, uh, breathe. Yes, breathe in. Oh. <laughs> okay, Dana, we're going to meditate now. What is so meditation? Right. That's what we're talking about today, right? Yes, we are. We're talking about meditation and how important it is for the ADHD brain. However, there are some problems with meditation, David. We know it's a good natural way to help ADHD and we still don't do it. Uh, okay. What's that so all about? Can I tell you a quick story? It'll be super quick. I promise it's not a squirrel you know, event. Better because I'm looking at that clock. Okay. All right. So you know how sometimes you, 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 you know that something is good and so you try to help someone with it, but but by introducing it at the wrong time, you actually inoculate them permanently against the, them ever getting any benefit out of the thing. Yeah. So I did this with meditation and my daughter, and we tried a couple of different meditation apps, and it annoyed her so much that she couldn't do it well that she's like, if you mention meditation and the fact that it might help her with ADHD symptoms, she just goes on a rampage. And like, you know, like I, I'm not sure she'll ever, ever try it now. She will. She'll come back to it. Just she's young. Give I her time. So. I hope yeah. So. No. So it's that. And that's part of what we need to talk about today right. is how do we make meditation work for us? Right. Because there are so many shoulds around it. Uh. And those shoulds do not necessarily work for the ADHD brain. It just oh, doesn't. Man. But first, David, let's talk a little bit about why meditation is important. Yeah. Because it's got yeah. a lot and, of benefits. I mean, it really, really, and well studied, too. This is the thing. It's not like some, you know, joker, you know, with, that's a religious nut, you know, is making claims. There's actually scientific stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, there is actual, actually a lot of research around meditation and uh, how beneficial it is for us. It, it strengthens our ability to control our attention. It teaches how to observe yourself and how to focus on something and how to redirect, get back on track when you lose focus. So when you get distracted and it also helps regulate emotions and reduces impulsivity. And those are just a few of the benefits. I can go on if you would like. Have you ever read the book, The Mind and the Brain? I, d I don't have the author's name. He's a PhD. The book is about people with severe OCD. And this guy used mindfulness techniques in, in, in a laboratory kind of clinical setting. And their symptoms improved so dramatically. And the interesting thing for us is that, you know, chemically, OCD and ADHD are relatives. They're like cousins. Yeah. Yeah, so they're related. that was the first time I ever would. You could have told me about meditation until you were blue in the face, Dana, and I would have said, bah, you know, but that book did it for me. It was very scientifically well presented. I have not read that, but it sounds like a good thing to put on my shelf and look at. Um <laughs> 
<laughs> it's a great book. Anyway, yeah. I want to keep going on with yeah. the benefits. Yeah. What I also love about meditation is it actually thickens your prefrontal cortex where ADHD happens and it 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 helps you focus and helps with planning and impulse control. And it also, as we talked about last episode, raises your dopamine levels in your brain. I mean, how can we ignore this? We can't. How can we ignore it? Those are all the things. Like I need a thicker prefrontal cortex and I need better dopamine control and I need to plan and and so forth. But, uh, uh, so, so when did you start? Do you mind if I like throw a like bomb in the, in the thing and ask you like, how did you get started or does that come later? No, we can, we can do it now. I don't remember what comes later. I planned this yesterday. Um, How's that for honesty? Well, you did plan it, so there's that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you I know. Did plan it. There you go. <laughs> so I plan. Anyway, I have I did not teach my success club students about meditation for years. I would not talk to clients about it for years. I absolutely ignored the whole topic because I couldn't figure out how to do it. Uh. And then um I probably have been meditating now for oh my goodness. I want to at least five years more than that's it's probably seven years. And I, I read an article and it said, it gave me the secret trick Oh, and it was start slow, start small mm. and increase it over time. So like, it, like building a muscle basically. It, and that's how I describe, describe it to mm. my, my, my tribe is yeah, we're building a muscle here. And you don't go to the gym and do 50 reps at the right off the bat. Well, I don't go do 50 reps three months later. But anyway, you just you have to start small. You have to start slow and build it over time. Hmm. And what I realized in that is that there are so many shoulds uh, with meditation. Yes. And for it to work for people with ADHD, we have got to separate ourselves from those shoulds and we have to figure out how to make meditation work for us. And I feel like if you use like one of those apps or if you, you know, they're, they're so geared toward people who don't, their brains don't function like ours do. Right. (laughs) That those shoulds kind of really come through. Like maybe the, like they're extra, I'm, I'm, I'm probably more sensitive to the shoulds than maybe the average typical whatever. And so, Maybe maybe they're not as you know prominent as they seem to be, but but it's like you said, they come through to me loud and clear, and it's like ah, and then I feel terrible about myself, and I'm like I don't need something else to feel terrible about. Right, we don't need one more thing to feel terrible about, and we don't need one more mountain to climb. We've got enough to do, and actually, learning to live successfully with ADHD takes enough work on its own. But the trick is to make it all as easy as possible. Love that. Yeah. So a number of the shoulds, if you want to talk about them, that you have to meditate for at least 20 minutes a day and or else you're not getting any. Actually, they probably say more than that or you're not getting any benefit. And things like I always thought you were supposed to clear your mind. You were supposed to sit there and not think about anything. <laughs> How'd that uh, work? Yeah. For <laughs> yeah. It didn't. I mean, you know, uh, and you can't tell me to clear my mind. Telling me to not think about anything is like saying, I don't know, stop existing. Like, you know, but, but the real, so do you, have you, do you have like a favorite flavor of, because there's those sort of mindfulness and then there are these other types of meditation. There's like, um, this thing they call loving kindness, 
uh, discipline, which is very different from mindfulness, but still yields fruit. Like, you know, so there's all these different families. Is there one that you found that, that you like? I, I've changed them oh, over the years. Cool. I've done different things. I've changed it around. And that's the other thing is one of the blocks for us is it gets boring. Right. We feel like, okay, we've got this app and we need to listen to this meditation every day and we need to focus on breathing and we need to do this. And you know what? I shake it up. I change it all the time. What I'm really into right now is noticing my energy Ooh. and elevating my energy, my body's energy and my and noticing the emotions. As I sit up straight. And, and yeah, you sit up straight. Yeah. He did. He I did. did. I totally um, did. <laughs> <laughs> I was that noticing was my energy. I was like, oh, that's not my good. Can, so can you see I'm glowing? No, but anyway, um, <laughs> so that's what I'm into now. But it shifts. And one of the things we've got to do is change up our meditation often enough so we don't get bored with it. Because I'm pretty sure that having an overwhelming sense of murderous rage is probably not exactly one of the outcomes that they intend. <laughs> No, <laughs> like, no. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I am so bored with this right now. I, you know, so that's, yeah. yeah, so that's good. So you mix them up. Do you, so have you tried all the apps and the things and the stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. all right. And, yeah. And, um, so let's see. Let me look at my notes to see where we are. So we need to make it more friendly. Do you, okay. Yeah. So I have a dumb question. Do you, no. uh, <laughs> do you, what do you think about yoga? Like, do you do you do you like poses and chants and things when you meditate, or what does that look like for you? <laughs> I did yoga for years until um, I was doing too much other hard exercise, and I destroyed my back and <gasps> destroyed my shoulder. Which it were, it's better, but anyway, I finally anyway I'm not doing yoga right now. I so I love yoga. However. I know they say yoga is like meditation. And to me, I did really distracted yoga. Huh. I was going through the poses, but, and that was actually one reason I hurt myself is because I wasn't focused on the yoga poses. I was, you know, worrying about what was for dinner or what the next client was or, you know, whatever, sure. you know, what the yoga teachers was wearing and uh, yeah and um not paying attention did you go to a place or were you doing it like with video and trying to follow along or like... oh my god i have to go to a place I oh can't right yeah my own. so the only yeah. yoga that's ever appealed to me honestly was the goat yoga thing where they have the goats that climb all over you i feel that's like that was my in... yeah. goal list goat I, yoga i feel like that was invented for people with adhd <laughs> yeah 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 and and uh my sister and i that's on our bucket list as soon as we can get out of quarantines and stuff is goat yoga baby goat, goat yoga. yoga that is amazing yeah. i i really seriously considered starting a goat yoga business i know nothing about goats or yoga but that just sounded and like too even, much fun yeah. yeah start a goat yoga business but i don't have any goats anyway we digress <laughs> yes we, we do digress. so but so yoga, yoga didn't do it for you yeah it didn't do it for, but it might do it for you and it might do it for our listeners it so the, here's the deal david you gotta throw a bunch of stuff at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Yeah. Well, you know. And also, you have – so I found yoga had incredible physical benefits as long as I was not hurting myself. And I so it really helped with that, and I enjoyed it, and I felt relaxed afterwards. But it wasn't – I didn't find the incredible benefits that I find now from meditation. Okay, so you have incredible benefits to talk about that you've experienced personally, like enough to enough that you're sticking with it, right? Yeah, it's become 
such an important part of my morning routine. Ooh. It's crazy. Scare it's kind of scares me crazy. You did use the phrase like a fiend once when talking about meditating. <laughs> so, <laughs> I did. And I had a because, very sort of like that doesn't seem very contemplative. <laughs> well, I yeah. actually this that I know meditation is why I made it through corona times and and extreme lockdown. Mm. Really I made it through happily, positively, contentedly. Um, nice. much more than most of the other people I know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So and I know it was because I was really, I really upped the meditation. Okay. Uh, the, the, so the benefits I, I have seen for myself is I am able to focus more. I am able to direct my attention at will. And I, so I'm supposedly working on something. I get pulled off track or I start to pull off track and I can pull back. Nice. And I know I see that. The other thing that I really appreciate is I am so much more aware of my emotions when they start to flare, when I start to fall into negativity or self-criticism and things. I can actually see it and I can stop it and I can have a rational discussion with myself about it, which is huge. That is huge because honestly, if – people around me don't mention something i'm i might dispute the notion that i even have emotions most days you know i mean there are days when i know they're there but like most of the time i just uh, they're happening i just don't know i just no clue not paying attention now maybe that's because i'm a guy i mean stereotypes and all that but no, I, no, no, I, I'm, a, I'm such a head a thinking person that i don't yeah you know what i mean like if you ask me how i'm feeling right now i, I i'll say well let me think about that <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? I don't I don't respond it, with feeling. Yeah, right. So. so so the emotional control is incredibly important. And that's so useful. Ugh, it's yeah. useful because those yeah. emotions are affecting us. So you talked about finding a way that you could make getting started, you know, friendly to people with ADHD. Yeah. So yeah. You, you've, you've unlocked the mysteries of the universe, Dana. I feel like we need to... <laughs> Okay. (laughs) How does that work? How do we talk about it? Yeah. All right. So the first thing is we talked about this already, but I will repeat it. Think of meditation as a muscle. This is something you've got to practice over time. And it may be a long time before you really, you really see the benefits. Yeah. Okay. So you can't, you can't just expect that, Hey, I did that. So now I should feel better today. Yeah, I did it twice or I did it for two weeks and I should feel better. Okay. So, so, (sighs) and then the other thing that helped me was realizing bad meditation is better than no meditation. Okay. So like even just doing the thing, even if if your mind is jumping all over everywhere, you still stay in the spot. Do you sit? Do you, do you, is it like, or or, it depends. Oh, okay. Sometimes. Yeah. It depends what, and so some people say you have to sit up, you have to have your hands in your lap, you have to be on a pillow, you have to, you know, they have all these shoulds. Right. The other thing you get to do with ADHD and meditating is throw all of those shoulds out the window. Nice. It's what feels right for me right now. And I can start a meditation and think, yeah, I can't do this right now and shut it off and switch to another one. Oh, okay. All right. So how many meditation or, apps do you have, Dana? <laughs> like, like now I want to know. I have, yeah. I have... Two, two with some different with a variety of requ- actually I have three one I don't use anymore and <laughs> okay yeah so yeah so it's kind of like shoes you know the right the same shoes don't fit every single day I like that okay that's fun so just like spin the wheel and pick a meditation app today that's cool. so you so what you need to do is think okay what do I 
feel like doing today. I want to do this. This is important. What's the right thing for me? Okay. The other thing to realize is that if you have the fidgets and you just have to get up and wiggle, you get to. Nice. Get up. You can jump up, wiggle around, sit back down, breathe again and get back in. So are you saying like you can do the whole meditation fidgeting or or you should like fidget and get it out of your system for a minute? Fidget, get it out of your system and sit down. Because part of it is also that I found a benefit is learning that I can I can be comfortable with discomfort. Yeah. So you you pay attention to the fidgets, you notice it and you notice it and you notice it and don't fall prey to it. And then but, you know, every once in a while, you just got to fidget. Yeah, it's an itch. I got to scratch it. Once I scratch it, I'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I like that. Um, So change it up. Think about what it is that's right for you. Ignore the shoulds. One of the common shoulds is focus on your breathing. Focus on and I can't focus on breathing. When I focus on my breathing like that, I start to breathe really weird and I hyperventilate. Yeah, it's like my autonomic nervous system shuts down and my conscious is, you know, my my consciousness has taken over the breathing and it's like, yeah, we're too distracted to do that right now. So we might not actually breathe. (laughs) Right. Exactly. It's so weird. Exactly. Or, Or it's this weird breathing pattern and it's, it is unnatural. I can't do it. Yeah. So I realized I, I focused on sounds yes. sounds is better for me yeah i like sounds too i found that that helps and then ener- the energy thing i really love because then it's also something very visceral to focus on as Ooh. well so you know what's the energy feel like in my brain what's it feel like in my heart and it's some chakra stuff and it's so it can be weird but hey i like weird i like weird um, too. yeah 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 so Figure out what works for you. Switch it up. There's no shoulds. Bad meditation is better than no meditation. And then the other thing to be realistic is with is hooking it to a routine, finding the right time of day. Okay. Because um, that's that's something that clients really struggle with is is hooking it to the routine. So even if you're saying, okay, I'm going to do it first thing in the morning and I'm going to do it even even if it's two minutes just to get started. And Mm. even if you're doing it for two minutes a day, five minutes a day, hooking it to that routine, set up reminders. I used to have a whole web of reminders to, so I remembered to meditate. I don't need that anymore. Okay. I have the web of reminders for many things. But yeah, so yeah, like first thing in the morning, I'm sorry, that ain't happening. Uh, Like I need caffeine. I got to caffeinate first. And that takes okay. takes time. So I I tried it when when I was when I first started trying it. I was doing it with my daughter at night because she was having trouble falling asleep because mm-hmm. another ADHD you know you know common yeah. trait. And and it just her mental that's when her brain would be like full tilt going, and mine would be like I'm gonna fall asleep now. So and that's what I would do. I would fall asleep, and she'd be furious. <laughs> Right. It wasn't working. So I don't know. I'd have to really experiment with different times yeah, of day. And, yeah. And that's what I have clients do. And so maybe meditating before you have coffee, even just a little bit. I just, I know that sounds like a, just a bizarre, you should, I wish you all could see his face. I, I just, I'm so, I like, I would, I know. I would need, an, I'd need like, another alarm to go off in a few minutes okay. because then if I fell asleep, okay. I'd be. <laughs> So maybe try to have the coffee and then try meditating. Yeah, maybe so. Or or try right for, right before bed. I now I just 
Oh, part of meditating like a fiend is I'm meditating in the morning and not every night, but often I'm meditating as I'm falling asleep. Okay, you're an addict now, aren't you? <laughs> I kind of am. Well, that's, I, I mean, am. if it's really helping you. And so do you emotionally, like, I know you're noticing your emotions. So, like, does it improve your emotional state too then for, for you to like, feel like a sense of oh, well-being yeah. and all of that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, it didn't always. At first, I would notice all these emotions and it took a lot of awareness and work and stuff to get realize oh my gosh these emotions are just crazy yeah you know they were explosive not anger explosive but it was just a lot of shame regret fear <sighs> yada 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 um mm. and that would rise up and i had to learn to get really comfortable sitting and looking at them because they're there and and when you sit and look at them i found over time they diminish isn't that interesting? So, it's like it's almost like they're trying to get your attention so that you yeah. so that you look at them and then you look at them and they go, oh, okay, well now I'm done. Yeah, huh. and so I, I'd spent my life pushing them aside when they came up. Oh my gosh, it's like that's part of my fuel sometimes to get going in the morning. It's like I, I like things will pop through my mind of the projects that are behind schedule or the deadlines I missed or the client that's unhappy about something, and that's like okay, now I can work, <laughs> you know, because all those negative emotions yeah. have just filled my system with I don't know what stress hormones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have taken a shame shower first thing in the morning. Oh, I just made that up. That's Isn't that good. I, that's a keeper. Uh, Should shame. I write that? I'm writing it down. Shame shower. So I. I have a. I, I actually have to go back and listen to some of our earlier episodes because we've had a few of these moments. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to lose anyway, any of those. No. Okay. Squirrel. So back on track. So so those emotions may come up, and pretending that the emotions aren't there and that if we don't look at them, they won't be there is not helping you. And, you know, maybe you need therapy. Maybe you need to find a way to work through the emotions. I did. I was using a lot of self-hypnosis self to work through them. And that was really positive for me. Um, the other thing is as long as hooking it to a time, hooking it to an activity, so including it in some sort of a routine is being realistic with your time. We are busy people. I want to be able to meditate for 30 minutes, 45 minutes a day. Some days I can't. Right. This morning I, I got in 15 minutes and that was great because I had to or an early morning thing. And so you just have to say, OK, a little bit is better than none. And even 15 minutes is going to help me. And that's hard because some of us are just used to being good at things naturally, certain kinds of things. And so, like, we get frustrated when we're not instantly good at something. So that there's an old Zig Ziglar quote. He's like, anything worth doing is worth doing poorly. Until you can learn to do it well. Ooh, that's good. That's I love good. that. I love that. Yeah. And I had the distinct yeah. pleasure of screwing that quote up on stage in front of Zig's son, son Tom, who stood up and, oh, and corrected excellent. it for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, so now you remember. Uh, that was great. Yeah, I, I'm not going to forget yeah. that one. Yeah. So that's good. So, so do it Do it poorly, basically. Yeah. All right. And so the last thing I want to say, David, because I am watching the clock, um, is – Sitting and thinking is not meditating. Truly. And and sitting and being lost in your ADHD thoughts in your brain, chattery brain, is not meditating. The strength in meditating is to sit there and, yes, you will think, and to notice your thinking and to come back to what you're focusing on. So it's that that practice of, oh, I'm thinking and getting back to whatever your point of focus is, whether it's your breath, whether it's a sound, whether it's an energy, 
whether whatever it is, um, getting notice. Oh, I'm thinking and getting back to focusing on what you are thinking, what your focus is, is where the strength in meditating comes from. That's where you build the brain. That's where you build your focus. That's such an important distinction, too, because like sitting and being quiet, you can look like you're meditating. But I know if I'm not being intentional about trying to pick something like the buzz of the air conditioner or, you know what I mean, like something to focus on. Mm-hmm. Then I'm just I'm just being me. I got you know like my brain is firing all over. I could it could have the opposite effect. In other words, so right. I like that distinction because then, without getting into the shoulds, it allows us to say you know the purpose of this exercise right now is to direct my focus toward whatever that is, and when it strays, to direct it back and not yes. judge yourself over it. Right. 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 No judging. No, it's just, and so what I do is if I'm focusing on whatever I'm focusing on, so the sound, the birds singing outside. Sure. And then I notice I'm thinking about, oh, I got the podcast today and da 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 It's thinking, come back to listening to the birds. And I may do that 40 times in a meditation session. Right. So you know what I had to do eventually is, is this was when I had a morning habit and I did for a while. I finally got a yellow pad and would keep it next to me for the brilliant ideas that I feel like, oh, you know, because they were the things that would pull me away. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, if I write that down, then I know I haven't lost it and I can get back to doing this. And, it, and it, kept, it kept me from getting pulled away and distracted by that whatever brilliant idea or that client I needed to call or that, you know what I mean? Those things. Yeah. So I don't know if that's a great idea or not, but that was something I found that helped me. And then even if I never went back and looked at the paper, <laughs> it still allowed me to have the benefit of not being pulled out of that state, you know. Exactly. Completely. If that worked for you, David. It did. Then it was good. Then yeah, do yeah. it. Yeah. Interesting. And maybe do it some days and not others. Don't so shift it up. Make meditation your own. Make it work for you. I love it. I love it. Well, is it okay if we have a squirrel bag uh, moment on today's episode? We have we have yeah. you know, we have I have 5 minutes before my next client. All right, we got to yeah, we got to do it quickly. Well, I won't do the full thing, but I will say that on Facebook and on Twitter we're starting to get some interactions with people, which is a lot of fun. And uh, Dave commented on one of our recent episodes and was asking about transcriptions. He said he was out listening to to podcasts while he was walking his dog. And I thought, you know, that's kind of fun. It might be, I don't know if we should should or shouldn't here I am shooting um, do transcripts but I thought it was it was neat to have somebody ask about that because you know there were things he wanted to go back and remember and and so forth and I thought you had brilliant advice for <laughs> our listener Dana because you took that one and responded which I loved <laughs> I, well I what I my response was maybe you need to listen to it twice and I'm thinking no way are we gonna do transcriptions we're doing enough just to get this puppy done every week <laughs> Yeah, it's <laughs> one true. more thing to do. Oh, what David and I need one more thing to do. Yeah, if one it, more thing to be behind on. The, no, yeah, exactly. The number of steps <laughs> increases any further, the podcast will cease. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. exactly. Uh, anyway, anyway, so I appreciated his comment, and and it was fun going back and forth with him on that on Facebook, and no transcriptions. Sorry, but I loved your advice. Just listen again. You know, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Absolutely awesome. Speaking of listening again, uh, we've talked about it a few different times, and I know you have an audio course on the foundations of success with ADHD. Mm-hmm. And I just want to mention that again. It, you know, if you're listening to uh, uh, this show and you haven't yet gone to DanaRayburn.com to check out 
her audio course, you do need to do that. Just go to the, the homepage, DanaRayburn.com, and scroll down, and you'll see a little ways down uh, where where we, we talk. We, like I had anything to do with it. I had nothing to do with it. Dana talks on her website about the program. But, Dana, it's a fantastic program, and the investment is minimal. So uh, I have I have money left over in my coffee budget that I haven't been spending because Starbucks has been closed. So... I don't know. Well, there you go. Right? That's the kind of I'm thing waiting. we should we should invest. We should. Here I go. Let's invest should in ourselves. Okay. We should invest in ourselves. So I love the 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 stuff we have a, a little takeaway for today, but also before we wrap up, let's mention the apps you've tried. Is that okay? The meditation yeah. apps. Yeah. Yeah. I'll mention the ones I, I've tried. No, I no? don't. You, you know don't want to do that? No, because okay. I don't want people. There's yeah, YouTube has meditation. There's I've used Calm, which is I'm not using it anymore. Right. I don't want to. I don't want people to get hung up on that. Right now, I'm using I call it my little bowl, but that's not the name. That's what the <laughs> app looks like. It's what my sister and I call it. My little bowl. Insight timer. Okay, that's interesting. I tried Headspace. Um, that that's Headspace, the dude with the British accent. Headspace. He's got a great accent. Yeah. Then there are our meditation programs. Right. Um, Dr. Joe Dispenza is one. Kelly Howell has some. Sam Harris um, has an app that's a program and it's called Waking right? Up. And he's got right. a very calm voice. He'll put you right, right to sleep. <laughs> and his book. Yeah. And so there are. Or Dan Harris is the wasn't he the one that wrote 10 percent happier? Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Sam. Sam was the one that that. Um, um, wrote about actually he wrote about all, all sorts of interesting stuff anyway but, yeah okay yeah anyhow so there are a variety of apps out there and i'm not sold on any single one because basically i jump back and forth between them i like that if you try one maybe it works for a while then when you notice you're not interested in it anymore try something else love it awesome all right well, I think that gives us uh, the perfect segue into our question, Dana. What is what is our, our question every time? <laughs> your favorite question in the universe. What is your next step? Everybody, I want you to think, what's your next step to start meditating? Love it. All right. And my next step is going to be to stop because we're out of time. And Dana, we are. we'll see you next week. Yeah, David. Thank you. Good one. Love it. Have thank a good you. day. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who, squirrel, uh, um, has ADHD or might, and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, go to kicksomeadhd.com.